Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast, hosted by me, Sampley Baranaga, and this episode is going to be a good one. I got to sit down uh, virtually, I guess, with uh, my good buddy, uh, Jake Austin Walker. I worked with him on the set of 12 Mighty Orphans, and he is an actor uh, known for a great show called Rectify. He was also recently in Stargirl. Where he played one of the one of the baddies, uh, Henry King Jr., and um, also in Twelve Mighty Orphans, of course, and also he has um, some some new music out. He's a musician as well, really talented guy. Like his music's really good. I would kind of compare it to maybe like Justin Timberlake. Um, like I, I I actually really like it, and I'm not just saying that because he's my friend, but. It, it's really good stuff. His uh, new song is called Magnolia out on Spotify, so go check it out. At the end of the episode, um, he threw out his Instagram. I'm going to say it again. So let me pull it up because I, I don't know his username off the top of my head. Oh, it's just Jake Austin Walker, and he's, and he's the one with the little blue verified check. So you should go follow him. The reason I'm saying that is because... Um, near the end of the podcast, some of the audio becomes a little um, mumbly. Jump, I, some, I guess maybe uh, something happened, but you can still hear what's going on. It's just I feel like that one was a little bit more cloudy when he said that. Um, but the rest of the audio is, I'd say, is pretty good. I've been playing around with it on my computer. Um, but this is this is really a great uh, uh, episode. I think is I think it's one of the better ones. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. He talked. We talk a little bit about his career growing up. You know his struggles growing up as a uh, young man, and when he broke out into the uh, the film and music industry, and uh, what he's been up to now. And then at the end, we talk a little about uh, some video games because we're both uh, we both have similar tastes in gaming. Uh, and I just also want to say thank you so much for those who continue to listen. Uh, I hope you all have a merry Christmas. Uh, God bless you for those who uh, are throwing money at me every month. I just finally, I finally, finally set up a Patreon account. Uh, so maybe I can share that link. Uh, I think you would just have to look at the podcast name on Patreon if you're interested about, uh, you know, donating some money monthly or, you know, uh, I understand during this time it's been a lot harder, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things I got to ask. But, um,. Um, what else? Oh, and then I finally got uh, some episodes up on YouTube. I finally figured out how to do that. Um, I YouTubed how to do it, and then it was it was actually pretty simple. I felt kind of dumb because I just tried to do it by myself. But um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so enjoy uh, this podcast episode and again, Merry Christmas and God bless you. Oh yeah, and I just want to add, uh, you should play a fun game. Listen to this podcast. I think it's the most I've ever said dude and like, like when I, like, 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 oh, like, I feel like, I feel, dude, like, if you guys are frustrated when you're listening to me, just know that I am uh, just as, if not more, frustrated with myself. I just had to add this part in there. But uh, seriously, <laughs> enjoy the episode. All right, are we in here? Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm awesome, dude. Oh man, it's great to hear your voice. Yeah, you as well. What's cracking, dude? Oh my god. What's crack lacking, man? No, um, 
when I, yeah, I've done some podcasts. I don't know if you've listened to them. Yeah, I, did I listened. One. I listened. Uh, didn't you just you did one with Bailey, didn't you? Yeah, I did one. I just did one with yeah. Bailey and Slade. Yeah. Mhm. And, yeah, uh, and Slade. sorry, continue. <laughs> no, man, this is awesome. This is fun. I, I'm, I'm honestly wanted to start one in uh, 2020 because I thought, why not? And maybe Dude, totally go for it. Yeah, I know. I didn't know about this app and stuff. This is cool. Yeah, I, I, um, I'll say this real quick. Like, I was driving in the car, yeah. and like. I, I can't remember what station I was on. I was listening to the radio and it was just like, if you want to start a podcast, then ain't the anchor app or whatever. And I was like, I'd never heard of it before. And I was like, you know, I should look into that. Uh, yeah. Cause I listen to a lot of podcasts and dude, it's like really easy to set up. I, I like, I feel like I'm doing an ad right now, Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but it actually is really fun and easy to use. But um, I was going to say, whenever I did uh, the podcast with Bailey and Slade, and then I did one with Manny, and then I did one with Woodrow. Yeah. And, like, whenever I get to see, like, you guys from 12 My Orphans, like, I really do get so, like, genuinely excited. Like, I have the biggest smile oh, on my face right oh, now. Man. No, I know. It's – I know. Well, it's so funny, too, just because it was, like – well, man, <laughs> you know, what's funny is I associate it with, like uh, – it's, like, we went to a really intense uh, football training camp. <laughs> so Dude, like, Yeah. Like, uh, like, or as uh, able to utilize any of it going into the next year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so we just like, like we're all bust. Yeah, like wreck. yeah, draft um, stock has just plummeted after the film. <laughs> um, but no, no, it's good, man. It's good to chat. Dude, it really, I really do appreciate you because uh, I know you're a bit, uh, you're a busy man, uh, oh, dude. God, you've been no, like killing it, dude. I'm not a busy man. Well, it seems you. that way. It seems oh. that way. You just released uh, Magnolia, which is a banger, man. Like it hit me. And then I was just, I just came back from the old Planet Fitness, and I was like, <laughs> like, all right, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to like, oh, I'm gonna like refresh because I've listened to all your music, but. To, uh, is it had been a while yeah uh, sure, sure. and i dude i think i listened to um i'm ready like eight oh, times on the treadmill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah dude yeah that's a that's a good one <laughs> that's so long ago too it's dude it's so funny when you like can have a little bit of perspective on when you started in something you know what i mean like it's so hard yeah. to see where you well <clears throat> I guess it's hard to really get an in-depth understanding of how far you've come when it's only comparative to like six months to a year or something, you know, when you've yeah, really like done something for at least, I'd say like two to three years when you get to look back and think where you were then when you're recording that, what you thought it would be and stuff like that. It's so crazy. That's um, not, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. There's so many songs like you were saying that have come out of like that we released a few years ago that popped off a year or two later you know it's just nuts it's all like yeah. I, love, I mean it's amazing I, you know i'm happy when any of it gets up people want to listen and, to it um but and, it's just it's, it's insane yeah and speaking <laughs> of like starting off like i kind of wanted to ask you i'm really fascinated i really love listening to like uh like when an interviewer asked like a celebrity like what they did like early childhood did they think that they were going to be in this industry so uh like well, I guess what came first? Did music come first for you? Did acting come first? Did you like think that was even a possibility? Because uh, like me, you were born uh, in like a kind of southern area because you were born in Mississippi, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I was I was born in 
this small town called Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah. That's a pretty big town for Mississippi, I'd say. Yeah. Uh-huh. A really pretty town. Um, but I grew up there and I was born there at least. And I, then I grew up in this much smaller place called Hickory, Mississippi, <laughs> um, which is mostly like a rural, rural area and um, you know, nice people. It was really, you know. It was oh, you don't want to bash, like, you don't want to bash your hometown. <laughs> No, no, but I mean, in general, it's just like, <laughs> most of them, most of them were pretty cool. Um, and also when I say most, I mean, like, I grew up like a lot more of my family, you know what I mean? A lot of people grew up, I grew up around with, like cousins and stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, and so, I don't know, it was mostly sports and just school and stuff like that. And I did a few school plays and I thought it was pretty fun. And then, um I started singing when I was a little kid. My dad and I were like, we're stuck in a blizzard when we're moving to Oregon, I believe. And we'd like sing all these little road songs and stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and my, my dad was like, would look over and be like, oh, hey, you got a good little voice. Yeah, and he's like, how can I monetize my yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Over the years, um, he, he and my mother, we, uh, we all, like, um, basically just at church and stuff, I'd sing along and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, and then my little sister also has a gorgeous singing voice. And so there began the thing where we would always just sing around the house. But what essentially happens, we started doing more plays and more singing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is pretty cool. And my mother and her friends, <laughs> her best friend's daughter also were doing it as well. And there was this thing in Universal, it was like a talent search thing. And they were like, oh, well, let's, let's go to this thing because A... <laughs> You get to go, not only do you stay in like uh, one of the resorts there, um, you also get to go to both theme parks, which is like a no brainer. Yeah. Um, so it was like, it was mostly a vacation and then also this like talent search thing. We thought, what the hell? And um, and so we go and <clears throat> I'm having a good time because it's like, sorry for the coffee. I like drink this cold coffee and um, like coughing my brain out. But, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but um, but yeah. So we we go to this event, and basically, it's the first time I'm ever in, in an environment like this. And, you know, and how old were you? I was probably what was I? I was eight, I think. Oh wow, yeah. that's like really yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and basically, it's like a bunch of suits and stuff. I've never really been in an environment even um mm. as luxurious, I'd say, as this. Uh, and. I basically choked. I was trying to, what was the song? It was, um, oh yeah, it was like Monday morning, like, uh, the, uh, uh, I th- like, uh, I think the song is Monday morning, the Southern, the country song. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't remember how it goes right now, but I kind of remember a little bit. But um, You choked at eight and you're choking now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's trauma man yeah let me yeah let me experience um no but i i choked up really hard yeah and basically they're like uh look it's okay it's okay like take this thing it's called a monologue i was just like what the hell is going on (laughs) like not that i was against it i just was really like whoa this is all like (laughs) i was just going with the flow too they just give you a hamlet monologue (laughs) dude no so they give me this like 
commercial monologue, I guess. Nice. Like some sort of, you know, some sort of something about teeth. That's I remember <laughs> something about, well, my dentist tells me to use this because of this teeth and all this crap. Uh-huh. And I was just like, all right, I, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> or I was eight, so I, I don't really know if I could do what I was thinking then. Yeah. But, um, so anyways, we do it. And they're like, oh, great. They're, <laughs> they're like, it's great. There's, there's a thing later, like, you move to the next stage, essentially, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, so I went to the next stage. And I guess the next stage is like a modeling thing. And you pass the modeling thing. And it was so funny. They, like, they, they like dress the kids up. And the kids <laughs> go on stage. And they model. They're modeling for everybody. Yeah. And you're like, don't really think about it. It's a hilarious thing. It was like a beauty pageant sort of thing. Yeah. Kind of mixed mixed with more like uh more talent related things and then you find your manager uh if he got selected and that's what happened i was lucky enough to get selected and um i you know this is all just a whirlwind of a process uh-huh. because this is like such a small window of people that yeah. actually you know and um at least at that time now now it's more open like that was a long time ago uh-huh. you know I mean? um but it's it's really interesting to think like we just that was just the last thing we thought was actually going to happen yeah so because we were there for just because it's like oh what the hell it's our friends uh-huh. it's uh it's it's orlando and universal and i just never like we never really did big events like that as a kid like that was just like kind of a gold mine itself that's crazy <laughs> that we got the deal we're able to go to the thing um so that was just so huge for us so like just the idea of, of like actually winning this talent thing and meeting like a manager and then being like all right well we're gonna fly out to LA and you're just kind of like whoa what wow <laughs> yeah um so yeah so basically that happened and then um we left and about a month and a half later or two months later I think sometime in the summer we flew out there and we met and it turned out the manager chick was I don't know if I'd go as far to say it's a scam, but oh, she was yeah. trying to take way too much, like wit, like like thirty five percent or something. Oh like wow! That. I don't know if you're if you're new guys, that is ridiculous. That's yeah, not, like don't 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 ever fall for anything like that. That's Usually horrible. for a um, project, it's ten percent, and then for non union, it's fifteen. So thirty five, yeah, that's that's. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, exactly. Yeah. Um. So it was just way <laughs> off, and even without us having much knowledge, we're just kind of like, okay, that's weird um and then i remember we were about to leave and we met this other manager who turned out to be legit and she was like super super sweet and took us in and wow kind of um yeah and we kind of stayed there for a little bit longer did some stuff left and then kind of made the choice to officially go out there because that's when they were doing the whole like if you want to do this you got yeah (laughs) like nothing's happening in the south and this was before uh new orleans and atlanta was like the bustling industry it is now yeah because was um like atlanta blown up in new orleans that's like maybe like in it's been that's been going on for like maybe four or five years like so if you wanted to be yeah to the point where it is now yeah to the point where it is now because um well yeah and that's basically i mean and that's basically how it all got started man that's that's how it all really got started it was you know and then acting and music live kind of hand in hand, I feel like. So, well, they're all within the arts, so you're always kind of doing the same thing and you're really close to it. Um, so it kind of just made sense to do both, you know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever audition for like any Disney Channel or Nickelodeon stuff out in LA? Because I know they're oh. really big on 
<laughs> well, I guess that's a, that's a big staple, I guess, I've been leaving out. Um, yeah, yes. Well, when I was growing up, I was a rather heavy kid. I was pretty, oh, okay. Pretty chunky monkey when I was growing <laughs> up. <laughs> and I love, but I, I don't know, like, I was, um, I was very lucky. I had a very great, like, my parents are really cool about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just, like, they're very sweet and very um encouraging about everything they're like it doesn't matter you can do whatever you want to do like you know like uh-huh. just i and i was just to have that i was very lucky to have yeah um just two parents that truly were just like look you want to do it you can do it that's how it's going to get done you know what i mean uh-huh and they're and they're just like look people are going to be mean people are mean like that's just the world like mm-hmm. you know they're like it's just like there's some things you can do about it. you can try your best to not be one of those people and that will like expand upon itself uh-huh. you know yeah. which is like a great a great way to look at it but uh but they're just, you know, real. It's like, look, kids are going to pick on you. Wow, that's so... Going through it. Like, they're so real about it because yeah. they just, like... Because I would come home, like, crying and stuff. About, oh, like, man, yeah. Well, well, yeah, and this is, you know, not to... this, But it just, you know, it's just part of... No, part yeah, of absolutely. It's, it's part of socializing in general. I mean, some kids come home crying because they had, like, snack packs in their lunch and that wasn't cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yes. you know, so it's like, yeah, kids... We cry about everything anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was, it was it was good to have parents that were so on an emotional level, just available in that aspect to be like, look, this is, you know, yeah. And, and it, it made me very independent very quickly and in a great way. Like it made me very like, and also the way I grew up is, you know, I grew up in a really like huge expansive land, mm-hmm. like many, many acres of land. Yeah. Um, passed down to like grandfather and, my grandmother was still on the land and so we had a house in the land and uh so i grew up like you know 6 30 in the morning taking trash cans out like like half a <laughs> half a mile out to the uh feel like, like felt like half yeah mile, like yeah it was like a quarter mile out to the uh out to the road wait for the bus get on the bus come home throw my bag down get on my four-wheeler go out to like, <laughs> and shit. And, like you know what i mean like yeah, that was yeah. my um but we didn't have but what's funny is it wasn't like an estate you know what i mean uh-huh. i'm not saying like we didn't have an estate we were like like we we're we we're very we we're very lucky with what we have it wasn't like this like luxurious estate it was a very like um you know it was a quaint little area uh-huh. we just had a lot of a lot of what i call backwards so uh, so you could just like go right through that and and so like i grew up i grew up doing that and so being able to have that escape and stuff and then, like we talked about video games and stuff man oh my god that was like that was one of the biggest escapes but yeah so anyways that's i teeter off to do that but, <laughs> um that's that was really what was different about um my acting life essentially like it's felt like such a long career in the sense of when it started i was like that kind of ronald mcdonald looking little kid like really just like this yeah. skinny little happy uh-huh. kid and yeah no I, I really... it, and i got yeah and i got like I got big and uh (laughs) and I was probably I was probably heavier from um you know so funny though because of like my parents being so supportive I was so athletic I I did like so much I I got to play so many sports and stuff yeah you know and I think that's half of it unfortunately it's like why you also don't join stuff or at least I didn't when I was in that like state you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's because you just don't have like the emotional support at home or you don't have like you know yeah which makes you think you can't which makes you think you can't do it or you don't have like the friendship very like group that makes you think you can't mm-hmm. do it. um i get really lucky because I, I had like a good 
support group. That's yeah, that's awesome. So I, I played like yeah, so I played like I played a ton of sports. I was a very active, little heavy set kid, and so yeah, for Disney man, oh my god, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Is I always had to be this like energized, like Disney yep, is so yep. funny. Well, not what Disney is today, but when I was doing Disney when I was a kid, it's like all those testing and everything. So there's twelve people. Like normally 12 producers and you're always trying to look at like the four or five that really like you because they're just smiling and trying to resell it to everybody else. And you're just like sitting there like spinning plates, (laughs) juggling, you know what I mean? Like out of breath, you know, I'm so full because I like anxiety ate before going. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Uh, So you're like, well, no one's, you know, what's so funny is like, the pressure is all in a lot of ways. The pressure is just all in your head. You know yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. Because pressure, pressure is perception, and obviously, like we're like increasingly percep- perceptive as at that mm-hmm. age as we're growing up because we're trying to understand everything around us, right? So, like especially <laughs> in that environment, and you can see it. Some kids were just like really calm, but me at the time, I just you know I would get so nervous yeah. and those big energy auditions. And I think that's what started to click for me too, is I always realized when it was like the heavy drama or slow pace, calm, just kind of be with the um, story type mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know, that stuff always made sense. I was like, okay, so this is like, this is real. This is what would, you know, if you're sad, this is how you'd be sad. You'd be sad because of X, Y, and Z. I was like, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> you know, the, um, the like Disney Channel stuff just didn't make sense to me like my brain couldn't click as even as a kid I was just like why am I saying this so loud <laughs> and with a smile all the time and like why do I have to do this with my eyes all the time like wouldn't people get it if I said it and it's like no you have to be you know and 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 like what's and that is a specific form of acting I have so much respect yeah. for like sitcoms <laughs> and all that dude that is its own form of acting 100 oh yeah um like you know like it's it's just as hard to flip over to the drama side as it is drama to go to that I, I personally feel like because that's just that's a certain type of energy and yeah man but so it's interesting so yeah so I spent most of my career doing doing the um being kind of like the best friend kind of heavy set best friend or whatever and uh and I honestly loved it I was I was starting to really really enjoy it I was starting to do some movies and stuff and and um and then 14, 15, I just, I remember I used to joke with my dad. I used to be like, dad, I think I'm always going to be like this. It's okay. <laughs> you know, like I've been working out and everything. And I was like, I've just accepted it, you know? And my dad's like, my dad's like, look, bud, you know, he's like, that's great and all, but you're just like me. You're going to shoot out of it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, dad. I'm always going <laughs> to, I think this is it. Like, I'm all, and he's like, no, you're going to shoot out of it. And like 14, 15, I, like overnight, man. It just, wow. Like, complete change yeah and it was a really interesting thing because at this point with acting because I've been doing it for like what like four years yeah so at this point I left we left LA um after there was a pretty big death in the family so we left and just kind of reevaluated and just figured things out and um and basically I went to high school for a year, um, like in person high school, I guess you say, because all my other schooling was like, um, you know, yeah. homeschooling or um, some sort of uh, other form of education through like options for youth and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, because we were, 
because what happened essentially is after my first year of high school, which was really interesting because again, I was lucky I ran into an amazing group of people and I just kind of did my <clears throat> thing with them. And towards the end of the year, I remember because I wasn't doing many auditions or anything. I get this like one audition and it's for, it's for, no, yes. I remember my, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and my, um, and it was so funny because I was just kind of like, I was burnt out, you know, I was like, I didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm in high school. Maybe I'll just like find something to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that wasn't the choice I really wanted. I was just kind of like, yeah. And, and my mom was like, no, come on, let's tape it. Let's just do it. And I was like, all right, all right. And so we like taped it and then they called and they're like, hey, we want him to come in. So we drive down there and um, I meet with them. I have to do like a testing twice. And this is another, it kind of felt like when I first started, it was that same sort of like whirlwind. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Like the same story, it felt like Orlando all over again. Not because like I hadn't experienced this world now, but just because I was in high school for so long and I was about to be like part of a show for like a network. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, that's a jump. I was like, that's yes. a leap, man. I was like, this is all this is all we tried to get when I was a kid. And then, you know, since that like those priorities as a kid was gone, I wasn't living in LA. I was like, you know, back, it's like you kind of you um become a chameleon in your environment, mm -hmm. essentially. And so I, uh, yeah, I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know. And then it all happened so fast. I remember it's like during finals. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember, yeah, my agent calls it like, uh, agent at the time calls it like, uh, oh my God, like 1130. And, and I'm still getting up at like 6 a.m. to go to uh -huh. school. <laughs> and, uh, and she calls and she's like, hey, you got it. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, great, great. Um, I'll, I'm gonna go to bed like I literally you know yeah. what I mean like I really just didn't understand yeah. the weight of what and we didn't know what it was either like we didn't know it was a series we didn't know if it was like a web series or what it was because wow. I was very hush hush about it yeah because it was their first ever scripted series they'd ever done do you before. mind if I cut in and just explain so, uh what Rectify was oh sure yeah go, yeah go ahead. so um after yeah. we finished shooting in Texas I came back and um I, I was like looking through everyone's like IMDb and then I landed on yours and I was like, and I know, cause I had never seen rectified before. I had never even heard of it. Right. Right. And yeah. I mean, I, I saw it that. and I was like, Oh dang, he's like in almost like every single episode. So I was like, I have to watch this. Like I, I want to see, I want to watch your work, dude. I like, I was <laughs> blown away. I was like, how have people not talked about the show for me? The show is on the same level as like Breaking Bad or True Detective. Bro, like, bro, I, it's, it's so, it's, well, A, it's very nice of you to say that. And B, it's what's so lovely about being part of the show, now being older and especially being able to reflect uh -huh. on it. It's just, we all knew that when we were doing Wow. It. Like, we all knew, because we got four, first of all, we got four seasons. That's very, that's very yeah. generous. We're very lucky for that. Um, but second, like, we knew it was that good. We just knew, like, the exposure is what it is. You know what I mean? But that didn't stop anyone from doing, like, amazing work. And I grew up on that show. Like, I, like, who I am as an actor is because of a lot of what I was able to, like, take and learn from those co-stars. You were surrounded by, like, a master class of acting. Dude, so good. Yeah, I was... Yeah, and uh, and they really grew, and I I grew on uh -huh. the show. I mean, you can just like tell the, the difference over the years. Um, 
just because it's like it really will put a lot of things in perspective because and that kind of piggybacks because um when I first got to rectify it's it so funny because I'm like I'm this kid that and what's so interesting is I I still loved acting like once we were getting back into it I was like oh my god it's uh-huh. amazing like yeah you know it's just it's you know when you come to LA it's like if it's something you love and you never really get to do it besides acting classes and not like actually work and I was lucky enough to work a lot as a kid, but I'm just saying, like, towards the end when I was starting to, right before my um, family member passed away, we were just kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, just nothing's happening. It kind of bums you out. And then that happened. It just didn't seem like the right thing to go home for a little bit. And it was just so crazy to not only get back on a project, but to go back into a project that was, <clears throat> for, even for something of its caliber, I had never experienced before. And to be like a, a series regular and what that entails and everything. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what a series yeah. regular is. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, I like even that aspect of it. Like I was like, wait, how many am I in? What? what? Wow. Like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, wait, I'm in the pictures and stuff. Like I didn't know <laughs> what was going on. You know what I mean? I was just like, I don't just show up and say a line to me. Like I'm in it for more than two seconds. Um, but uh, which is funny, the first few episodes I am in it. Really <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, but no, it, it was really, it was really cool to experience something like that. And I just remember when I first got there, you know, I, I don't, I didn't, I don't have a background in, um, you know, conventional uh, theater or uh-huh. anything like that. So and a lot of those actors do and, um, well, they're just yeah. they're professionals, you know. And so when I was first working with them, it was, they're not rude. They're very, very sweet and very um. Uh, they really took me in. And I remember it was more just for me because I was like, you know, they're so real about it. So I remember the first scene of working with Abigail. I'm like, I remember this is just so crazy for me because I hadn't been in any acting classes and I'm just thrown into this <laughs> yeah. like, master class uh-huh. of acting like you said. Or the writer's like, can you kind of do an accent? And I was like, trying to do an accent. And then I, don't, I don't know. No one really said anything about it, but I don't really have an accent <laughs> show what everyone else does. And I was just like, and it's so ironic because I used one in the movie, which like I'm yeah. really interested to hear. But, uh, but um, I kind of barely used one of the show. I remember the writer was always just like, and then he just kind of allowed it. But Ray was like, um, Ray was the best man. He, he's, he's the writer yeah. show, like, you know, head creative. I mean, it's got teams right too. There's a lot, lot of just great people all around. Um, Ray McKinnon, right like, not only a great writer, but as underrated actor, actor, yes. Mm-hmm. Insane actor. And, um, and yeah, basically, it was really cool, man. I remember I have – how long do I have to talk on this? I feel like no, no, this is great. This, this is gold. Like, <laughs> okay. So, dude, so – I have like three of my favorite moments. So, okay, yeah. So this is a great moment was one of the first scenes I ever had to shoot on Rectify. It was the scene where I'm talking to um, Jay Smith Cameron, mm-hmm. who plays Janet, mm-hmm. or my mom. And I'm talking to her about like Daniel, which is Aiden Young, coming home from prison because I know about him. I just never met him. I'm saying like, he can have my room and all this stuff. And um, it was a crazy scene. because it was one of the first scenes I had to shoot. And I've only met this woman, like, and keep in mind, my whole last year of life was spent yeah. in high school. <laughs> like, that's just so funny. It's like, and this is so reflective for me right now talking to you about it, because 
We're yeah. just really laying it all out. I'm like, wow, yeah. My last year of life was in high school completely, prom, uh-huh. everything. Like, that was high school. Um, and so <laughs> I had to, like, climb in the chair and just, like, sit in her – sit with her. And, and she, like, held mm-hmm. me kind of, you know what I mean? And they didn't end up using it. Um, but I just remember it was the craziest thing I had I'd done at the time. Right. Because I was just like, oh, my God, I'm this. And, and you know, it really just made you start thinking. It's like, oh, well, this isn't me acting like you yeah. have to be this character. Yeah. Like I was it was really interesting because these people were showing me like, no, you have to, you know, this yeah. is where you have to go with it. This is where you have Put to all do. your cards. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was never rude. It was very just like I was like, man, I need to keep up. Wow. Like I got to do something. You know what I mean? Um, and then. Yeah, and so everyone was really, really cool the first season. That was one of the great moments. And then what was really crazy, the second season was, is when everything kind of changed because there was just a lot of things in my life that, like, I'd, I'd gone through, like, a decent amount of emotional trauma because of my insecurity mm-hmm. on my weight when I was a kid. But, like, other than that, I didn't have too many, like, um, traumatic experiences as a child besides bullying and stuff. And even that, I got over because I, I, I'd say I'm lucky enough. Like, I have a, a pretty strong mm-hmm. willpower um, because of all the support and stuff I've gotten over my life. I know I have a good support system to fall back on, which gives me more Absolutely. Yeah. support you know, within myself or has helped me build one through that. And so now I have a pretty strong stability, like nothing can really, not too yeah. much gets to me, you know what I mean? And so that's. And I can attest that. to that um, because every day on set, but, in Texas, I made fun of yeah. you. I bullied you. Just um, walked up to you and put you <laughs> and gave me money, and yeah, you, dude, yeah. you did not fake. I was impressed. Yeah. I never. <laughs> oh damn! I'm so sorry. That's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and so basically, um, after second season, my parents split up, and yeah, like, this this um, um whole situation, and. And so going back into the next season, there's like all this like emotional mm-hmm. built up tension in me that like I didn't know how to handle already because I'm a teenager. And so it's so interesting, like having this like newfound thing to pull from that I just didn't yeah. have the first season and kind of like starting to connect the dots with like a lot of the tips I was being given mm-hmm. from my castmates and stuff. And um, and there was definitely an evolution there. And I was like my uh, one of my second favorite moments is we had this whole scene where like uh, me and Abigail and Clay were all like smoking weed together and stuff like that in the scene and that was just like a really fun one to do because I remember we were just like talking about all sorts of different stories of our life and uh, just like different acting tips and what they learned and mistakes they made and that was like wow yeah and then the third coolest coolest thing and this like this is something I've always kind of kept with me till today is I remember. I don't know, in the very first episode of the pilot, I was showed Daniel dazed and confused and we like watched yeah. and laughed and laughed together and it's a whole <laughs> thing. Um well uh I remember for that scene, not before the laughing scene, before we had like the whole like sitting there and, and mm-hmm. laughing and talking and all that stuff. Um we we were just talking and he just starts he just goes, he just goes, Okay, you and I, Aiden goes as a as a thing. I'm going to talk to you as Daniel and you're going to talk to me as Jared. And I was like, okay, like, and dude, this is the pilot. So again, I was still like, I was not in the, like, 
I was in this mentality, but I was also just like, what are you talking about, right? And, uh, and he'd be like, he'd be like, hello. And I'd be like, oh, hey, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? He's like, no, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, just, he's like, don't think about it. Don't think about it. You know what I mean? And like, and I, we just did that for like, for at least 15, wow. 20 minutes while they were setting up. And that sat with me forever. And that, and I like just that whole idea of like, like, um, that exchange and everything, it changed a lot of my approach, like acting and everything, just from like that little bit. And there's been so many little nuances, like, um, like, uh, oh, dude, I had a, I had great moments with Clayne too. Dude, like, yes, yeah, awesome too. Clayne's an amazing actor. Yeah, I had amazing. Yeah, there's just honestly too many, but, but yeah, and then so that was essentially, because I guess I'm just getting my whole timeline. Because you're like, when did it start? And I'm trying to think, catching up to twelve yeah. to the twelve horse. I'm just trying to see because like then. It was basically that they rectified for four four seasons, which we were so lucky. Dude, dude four and seasons is crazy. Like now that I think about it, I've been a part of a few different shows now. Dude, I'm just about yeah, four it's, of a show. that's incredible that you get to do that. And if, for the people listening, if you haven't seen Rectify, I just watched it on Netflix. I I believe it's still on there. If it's not, like it's worth buying, like on Blu-ray or online. It's it's that good. I'm not just saying that because I'm a friend of Jake, but. Yeah, I hope like, it's still on Netflix. It's, it's just a really great show, and it's, like, hard to watch because of, like, what's going on. But I don't think it ever crosses the mm-hmm. line of ever being too overdramatic. I think it just, like, man, like like we were talking about before, uh, Ray McKinnon, like, he's just such a great writer. And, like, I need to go back and rewatch it again. Oh, it's, yeah, man. He, oh, man. He, he's amazing. Um, but, yeah, we got – four amazing seasons out of that and then let's see after that um oh my gosh yeah so that wrapped up and then what was really funny is claim went off to do lethal okay. weapon and yeah oh oh that, that was right in between rectify i remember i did uh Fear yeah and, and then so good. like after you after once you wrapped on um, rectified did, did you kind of like have this like empty feeling like almost like i should be on set right now but i'm not like oh what's going on no man i think what i had and it's like a continuous struggle i'd say i like the human condition but also this industry as well it's just like you know you had this weird thing where when you're working you're happy to be working mm-hmm. like everything yeah. becomes normal right and so then you're like man i could just i'd love a break and then you take a break you have like two weeks of a break you're like man yes working, right um and so it's, it's really i mean really that's all it is and then it's also it's like one of the craziest things for, for me was put everything in perspective it's like okay now you have to really think about why you're mm-hmm. doing this you know what i mean because the first season was like all right uh, I'm right out of high school. Like I'm just doing this. this is a cool show. I'm going to do it. I'm getting regular. This is all new to me. Second season's like, oh wow, yeah. this is like a regular job. Okay, this is what I'm doing. Um, and the second season also is like, oh my god, thank god, this is an escape from what's going on in my life right now. So this is great. And then after second season, it's like, okay, I'm taking this serious again because, like I said, I was starting to find these emotions and just like, well, my, you know, every my respect for acting changed a lot, and um, and so. I basically uh, had a huge change in opinion on what I really wanted to do. And I was like, I want to deep dive into this. I want to get serious with this. And um, that's when I was lucky enough to do mm-hmm. The Walking Dead in between. 
and I came back for third season. Um, oh, <laughs> I remember I got this tattoo. <laughs> I got my first tattoo in between the uh, second and third season, which, like, actors don't do if you're on a show. Like, tattoos are fine. Just don't do it in between oh, no. and tell the show, <laughs> especially if it's big. Um, <laughs> so I got this one on my arm. Oh, I thought you were talking about your teardrop and... tattoo. You oh, got that removed. <laughs> No. Oh, no, I got double one. down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember I got that, and that was like a whole yeah. mess. And I was like, oh, oh god, well, there's no going back now. Um, but I do remember. I do remember. I won't say who, but there was like a um, a certain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Basically, I, I was told, I was told, like, that tattoo will cut any job you want in half. And then, ironically, after that, I booked every, wow. like, dream job I ever wanted. So, I was just, like, and I was really shocked, too, because that was the person that said that. Like, yeah. Status. Um, and, they, and they, but the thing is, they weren't being yeah, rude. They're you know, they're like, rude give you some friends, like, yeah. I guess. They're, like, that's a, yeah, it's, like, look, I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. And, uh. But it's just also interesting because that was like another immediate lesson learned is that like everyone's going to have opinions of this industry based off how long they've been in it, what version they were in, uh-huh. what had happened to them. You know what I mean? Um, and also it's like if you're not part of the new age, you'll never know because a lot of the modern actors today are all covered and stuff in tattoos. But um, but I just thought that was a funny staple. But yeah, so when we finish that up, uh, let's see, finish Rectify up. Um and then, oh, that, yeah, you want to talk about a drought. That's what, that's what was interesting is when I finished Rectify, like, it was this interesting time where I was kind of like, I was very serious about acting, but during that time, I'd only really done Rectify mm-hmm. like that yeah. with my acting, you know what I mean? And, uh, and I, I auditioned and stuff, but it was just no, no luck. And, and, uh, I mean, I got, I was lucky enough to do the Walk Dead in between, but, the, but that was just like guest star stint and, um, and so I kind of found it fell into this place. It's like where I'm so lucky uh-huh. to be on a show, right? To to have that kind of process. But it was also so that it was it is a job. Yeah. Like it becomes a job too. And um like anything. And and so the fulfillment was still there. It's just as a teenager, I was just kinda of like, what do I want to do now? Like, this is definitely still what I want to do. And that's when I was really getting into music. I was like, man, like, oh yeah, that was, you know, there's one great thing coming as I taught my, I taught myself through YouTube Academy as <laughs> what I call it. On, uh, nice. I just taught myself how to play guitar during Rectify. And so I was starting to get into music a lot, really like, heavy into music again. And um, I remember towards the time of Rectify, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just start doing covers and I'll start like playing yeah. music and hopefully something comes from that because maybe that'll be like, um, that second fulfillment I want because I didn't want to lose yeah. the show. Like I loved everything about it. You know, I, I loved having it. I loved like how much I was pushed by the crew and cast and everything to like really, you know, act and, you know, really teach yourself. And I loved every aspect about that. And obviously having a job, I love that, but I wanted something else. Yeah, sure no, absolutely. You know, <laughs> I don't know if stimulates the word, but stimulate. But, uh, but yeah. And, um, and so I started doing that and I remember, basically what happens i started posting some covers and um a friend of my dad's through prod maga is this uh amazing producer and his name's jim roach and he basically 
saw one of my covers through my dad and he was like, Hey man, um, I, you know, this would be awesome. It was like, I was like, I would really love, it'd be awesome if I could come in too, like to, you know, we could just yeah. try a song or something and see how it goes. And it's this kind of like beautiful moment because I had just wrapped Rectify and he kind of helped set up like Apple, like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Beats Radio. Oh, wow. Like, pretty, he helped set that up. And so like he was doing mm-hmm. that for a while and got done with that. And uh, right when I was getting done Rectify and uh, we basically, that's when we just went into like music mode. And that's what's crazy. So I started doing like music. Uh, I was doing like tons and tons and tons of music with him and we're still doing it to this day. And um and then, God, let's see, where are we <laughs> on? We're trying to get to 12. I'm trying to see how we did. Um, so, oh, so uh, I, I was going to ask, so when, how long, yeah. I, I think we, I think you talked to us about, I think we asked you on set, um, but just for the listeners, how, yeah. how long was the audition process for Stargirl? Because you. Oh, uh-huh. yes, that's what we're getting into. Right, right. Okay, yeah. So that's that's what I was about to hop to. I was like, God, what was it? Okay, yeah. Because then, so, so basically, um, Star Girl happens. So I was doing this show called Five Points for Facebook of all things. I had no idea. Like they were like one of their first Facebook yeah. shows. I didn't know that was even gonna be a thing. Um, but it was actually really cool. I had amazing castmates: uh, Madison Pettis, Spencer Moore the Third, Haley Kiyoko, Ray Champ. Nathan Potvin. Yeah, they're all amazing people. Amazing people. Awesome cast. Um, and so I was doing that. And then in between, I was auditioning because we didn't know if we we're going to do a second season or not, right? This is also new, a Facebook watch show. Like, we didn't know. Like, it was, it was so new. And in between that time, I was doing music really heavy. So what happened is I went in for Stargirl during this audition. And I think it was in October was the first audition. I went in for one of the heroes and they're like look we love the read but we just don't think you're a fit for the hero but there's another character they're writing and they have like you're one of the people in mind and i was like oh awesome they're like yeah we'll call you in when it's yeah I was like okay you know what? i'll take that hell yeah that's awesome um so like a month goes by i'm just doing my thing really like really focusing heavy on music and i was in a really lucky position where we were um going to go see a label they're like flying us out and booking us a hotel and everything in new york and uh, and that was planned way in advance and everyone knew and everything. And so it's about the day for me to head out. And it's like two days before I head out and they call me and they're like, hey, can he come in? Like, can he come come into audition real quick? Like for this new character? It's like, oh, crap. Yeah. So I run in, you know, do the audition. Um, it was a really fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Dealey, casting, awesome. But um, yeah, so I, I did the audition um, and then dipped right. And keep in mind, this is a month later, this audition, this other audition. So like. You know, they were not kidding. And they're like, there's another character in mind that we'll call you in a month. Like, so just keep in mind. Were you like, um, oh, so they're just so like weird. being nice? Like, or did you? Well, I mean, Rectify was kind of the same way. Like everything I've ever booked has always been towards like the end of the year or, um, or like uh, right on the, wow. like, yeah. spread the moment. You know what I mean? Like right there. Yeah, spontaneously. And, uh, and so, I, I was kind of used to it, but what tripped me up was I did that audition that one a month later and I'm about to leave to New York and they're like, Hey, can you come test? And we're just kind of like, um, and this is, Oh, and also to give you a time frame, this is 2018. Uh-huh. This is all happening. October of 2018, um, October through December of 2018. And, um, and we're like, well, we can't come test because like, 
you know, this label's already covered the trip and everything. That'd be so we can't just cancel on them now. That's just, mm-hmm. you know, we've all known this for a month. Like we can't do it. And they're basically just like, well, you know, if you can't make the test and there's someone else, you might be giving up this role. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I guess it's just like that. I'm just going to have to do that, you know, because, well, cause what I kept saying is like, there's no reason mm-hmm. I can't do both of these things. Right. It's just, the thing is the days are on the same day. I was like, if you guys could move a day, or just like yeah. give me a day uh-huh. that's all i need you know what i mean i was like these both could work and so basically um i was like well look i'm just gonna have to give it up like i can't do it you know and uh and then basically um that's what that's what happened i just i went to the i went to the label thing it was a great time and then when i got back they called and they're like hey so we're not testing and um wow they, just, they booked me off that they booked me off that second second audition which is the craziest audition process i've had because yeah normally it's not that quick you know and um yeah and so the the audition process for that was actually it was very very crazy it was very um very like you know and i I don't want it to be like i'm just like i'm trying to sound like people do and i said no like i was really freaking out no yeah you're not that type of person man um no yeah i I was stressing but i was like but at the same time that was a that was a big thing is like in five points i just played this um kind of kind of bully role but he had this really cool arc like yeah what was really messing with him and stuff and and i and i love that like i love playing like you know messed up people if they have some sort of purpose because they don't inherently yeah yeah like good or evil you know what i mean like uh so like so basically i just got done doing that i remember i knew this was a superhero show so i knew that so i was already pumped about that because i'm a comic and video game oh yeah you know that like i love that stuff so i was already really really pumped about that but they wouldn't tell me what oh, the character wow. was. Like they didn't tell me like that. I knew he was recurring, but I didn't know like I didn't know how much he was recurring. I didn't know what type of character he was. Besides, like the character I auditioned for was kind of like this sensitive like, <laughs> recluse asshole, right? Um, and so and so I was just kind of like, well, is that what he's going to be? Is he just kind of like a bully? Because it's like I don't really want to be a bully on a superhero show if I'm shooting yeah, it for, like yeah. six months of my life. You know what I mean? I was like, I just. I was like, A, that's something I love, and B, it's like, that's just the last thing I want to be on something I mm-hmm. love if there's no payoff, you know? Because a lot of superhero shows, there's just, like, the mean jerk, and they're mean, 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 yeah. they get beat up, and they're not mean <laughs> anymore, you know what I mean? But it's like, but but not mean anymore in the sense, like, yeah, they just kind of disappear. They're just like, they don't mess with you, you don't, and then you, yeah, yeah, you don't see the character anymore, yeah. I was like, oh, that's not what I want to do, <laughs> and so that's another reason I was still on the fence, and so when I got back and they offered it, you know, we were still just kind of like, they would they still wouldn't tell us what was going on and um and not in a way like they're hiding it from us more it's just like you know it's like, mm-hmm, yeah just stuff it's a big show um so like we totally understood it's just kind of like oh man and i remember jeff johns was like literally and this isn't just because it's jeff johns but i mean he's literally just one of the coolest dudes <laughs> it's basically like look wow that's office, awesome so i can dude. tell you about this character and i was like I, yeah. and so i was already like freaking out so I was like, oh my god um but yeah and then i and i get there and that's when he's basically like you know i shook my hand he's really really nice guy and stuff and he was just basically telling me he's like look i so i know how you feel about the bullying thing he's like i just want to let you know your whole arc and then that's when he tells me about like, yeah, you get, he's like, you're going to get powers. This is your character from the comics and stuff. And the minute he said it, I just started like, there is like a crazy yeah. feeling in my stomach. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, oh my God. 
like oh my god like this is not what i thought it was going to be yeah. like it was what you know what i mean it was literally one of those things where i just literally started like oh, that's awesome like my heart started pumping because i was just like this can't this isn't this isn't real because i already started yeah. feeling crazy because you're sitting in his office and you know and it's like dc comics is all the stuff you're yeah. on so there's like batman everything's everywhere and you know like he he wrote some wow. of my favorite comic stories and like you're just sitting there and he's also like so yeah so here's the hero and um then like i go home and i'm starting to look this guy up i'm like holy shit like holy shit like this guy has yeah. comics this guy like you know like you know what I mean? i'm starting to like freak out you know what i mean and then um yeah and then that's when we called me and i you know told my manager and everything we're like yes 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 <laughs> like, and his arc was so cool i mean the show's been out for a while so yeah, i don't yeah, necessarily yeah. spoil it but it's just like like what he got to do was just amazing it was yeah it was it was just like such a dream come true and then yeah and then the 12 happened right there and that piggyback just like right that's, into that that was so funny that was so funny i literally spent a year yeah. i'm telling you like does it feel weird when, that you're not with him right now <laughs> you need something <laughs> oh yeah i know um man i tell you what it's it's crazy it's like um it was it was so wild like that's that was what was so nuts about um 2019 as a whole those you hear so many of these myths in the industry about like yeah know, it rain it rains it pours you know like i was so lucky to get a project in general so the idea of doing like two projects i genuinely love back to back was just such a um, yeah absolutely. such a blessing you know what i mean um so <laughs> so like that was already like a myth that was debunked for me i was like oh my god it can happen and then just like um, doing a show and, you know, if you do, if you're having a lot of fun with your character and the writing works out, sometimes you can get like bumped yeah. up and start like doing more of the show. Like they add episodes and stuff and like that happened. And, you know, it's just a lot of crazy stuff. I just always thought were myths, you know, like truly myths. I was just yeah. like, I've been doing this long enough that just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? And like, it all just like, it shattered the glass ceiling as, as far as I, like, you know, what I thought this industry was when it came to stuff like that so it was, it was a really crazy so, so um so you man. rap on stargirl and for those listening it's now on hbo max so definitely go check it out yeah hbo max cw the cw app and then um if people are more yeah. like super super duper high quality they can buy it on like amazon prime or um, and on demand for like the 4k options and stuff like that because the cgi and everything like this show is literally like i'm not just trying to toot our own horn here but the show is like Dude, CGI it, it is and um so. I, i'm gonna be honest i usually don't like like superhero shows that are on tv but like this superhero one stuff? it's yeah, such yeah. a huge step up and it's yeah. also just like pure fun like you just feel like a kid watching it you're just like man this is just awesome i love like that yeah well it always it I didn't realize it was going to give me such a big, um, it just gives me yeah. like ET vibes. It gives me back to the future vibes. Like it's, it's got that, like that Goonies Dude, vibe. And, yeah. Uh, it's sick. Yeah. So you wrapped on um, that. And then like, wasn't it, wasn't it like a week or a couple days after Ty and Lane call you up or something? Bro, craziest thing <laughs> ever. So <laughs> yeah. So wrap on that, wrapped on the show, like September 12th, I was back in, I was back in LA and then I'm staying at my dad's house, like my uh, uh -huh. dad's stepmom's house, and just going to this thing, like kind of like trying to get like a workout going again, and just like trying to have some sort of schedule, because because like yeah. my life was just uprooted, gone for six months, like doing a dream job, and then 
and then obviously you're going through like uh, emotional stages when you're doing that too because you're like this is my this was like a dream like this is like something i i thought i was going to reach so mm -hmm. much later in life and now i've achieved it and it kind of like doesn't mess you up you know it doesn't put you like um, you're not necessarily sad yeah. about it it's like oh man what's next like, what do i yeah do you just get like, so hungry you know what i mean um so that was it dude yeah that's all it is and it sucks it's like <laughs> starting artists it's like the worst <laughs> it's the worst thing like it's it's so great and um and uh i don't know influential and and it kind of makes you want to get stuff done but at the same time if you have no direction mm -hmm. then it literally just feels yeah. like you're eating yourself from the inside um but yeah, but it was, a, you know, it, it was September 12th. And then it was so funny is while we were shooting this, I remember the other castmates auditioning for it and, and uh, Luke talking about it. And I didn't know anything of it. And I just don't think like the main guy they were going for, I don't like, I don't think they had exactly who they wanted for him yet. Because I remember talking to him after they booked the movie. You remember they're like casting, yeah. you know, in Europe and everywhere. Um, like they really didn't know what route they're going to go with him yet. And so all my buddies auditioned for like Fairbanks and stuff like that. And um, essentially what happened was I finally get a call to go in and <laughs> I go in and it's, you know, it's just one of those, like, uh, it's one of those casting situations. Yeah. Casting is nice enough, you know what I mean? But it was just very like, you know, okay, who are you? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I was just like we start the audition and it was just one something I really you know enjoy I really connected with it if yeah that's what they say I guess right <laughs> I really I really enjoyed it and um, yeah and I remember getting a call on the and I just remember thinking like I'm about to go to yeah. Texas I know it like I'm about to, like this is happening I was like I'm going to Texas and uh, and basically. Mm -hmm. That's what happened, man. Like, I what was so it was so weird because I was seeing like I guess there was a Texas game at that time too. So like I saw so many sweaters uh -huh. and hats and stuff that day with Texas. Wow, on. Like, that's dude, that's crazy. Like, like after my audition, yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's weird, and I can't tell if it was just like the effect where uh, uh what the Mandela effect where I thought I was seeing it and everything, but I was like, but dude, I was just like, I never see this much Texas in my life. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and. uh and so, yeah, so I, I left I left the audition, get home, get called that they want to do a director session. I was like, oh, wow, this is hilarious. And so Skype director session, I'm talking mm -hmm. to Ty and we're just chatting everything. And I was basically like, I was like, yeah, I was like, it's so crazy too, man, because if I did this, I'd literally just go right back to working <laughs> with Luke. And he's like, you worked with Luke? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was just working with Luke for like six months. <laughs> like, I was like, that'd be so funny. And um yeah, so we just talked about life and didn't really go over the lines as much. Yeah. We just talked about, you know, everything. And and then, yeah, then I was in my car driving to, I'm pretty sure, was driving my girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I get the call and they're just like, hey, you got it. And I was like, oh, crazy. <laughs> it's like, no freaking way. I was like, when do I leave? Wow. And they're like, oh, you leave in three days. And I was like, what? <laughs> dude i was at first like it's funny because i was so hungry for work again but yeah. I, was sorry. I was like whoa wait what <laughs> like and that's what's so funny about our lives is uh, i was thinking it's like this year you know like like um the it's you know i didn't do anything this year and so it's so funny to think like next year though you could literally or even it's like at the beginning i'm working at the beginning of the year so it's like uh even working at the beginning of the year 
it's so crazy to think it's like that could be your life like in this industry it's just you're yeah everything and then you're literally just gone <laughs> like nine months of my life just gone <laughs> like not not gone in a way like i had so many amazing experiences but i'm just saying like you're just you and i could have never you know there would have been no way for me to be able to tell that yeah to know that at all at all and it's, it's really interesting because because i'm big like uh you know uh-huh. i believe in the manifestation and, and all that stuff and and really laying out like having a good whiteboard and a good board is really lay out your life and you know, and even if you're not into spiritual things, just yeah. having structure in our lives, like we're such creatures mm-hmm. of um, purpose, you know what I mean? So having some sort of thing to like mark off and stuff, I was, I was really big on saying like I was going to be gone and stuff a while, but I just, I don't think I was technically yeah. expecting it the way I was That's just so it, fast. You know I mean? Like, um, that, but, I just love that. Dude, yeah, I was, yeah, what, I got in on the 12th and I was out wow. on the 12th. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Slade Bailey and I kind of talked yeah. about uh, uh, meeting like you and Levi and Jacob for the first time that night outside of the hotel. Like, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to be honest, like, mm-hmm. um, before I met like you and Levi mm-hmm. and Jacob, I was like kind of worried. I was like, man, like, what is like, because like, I was like, oh, I, I mean, I've met, worse. and I'm not saying that this is true of every LA person, but I've met some guys that are like, yeah no well look you know you know what's so upset what's upsetting though the one thing i gotta say for the for the la locals okay it's not the la locals most of the time it's not most of the la locals are some uh-huh. of the sweetest people in the world it's the assholes <laughs> that have their town no one like them because they're assholes <laughs> and then they came here and then they Say they're from LA. Uh, yeah, no. All jokes aside, man. It's just like it's just like you know. It's just how some people choose to hold themselves, and unfortunately, in our industry, yeah, sometimes that's admired. Or it's it's a, it's an interesting time right now too, because you can't really like. I don't I don't know. Like I I feel like it's so hard to speak up. Yeah, no one's gonna be like. You know what I mean? It's it, it's hard it's hard to speak up if someone's a jerk because you don't want to risk your job or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like you don't know who they're connected to and stuff like that. Like I remember, like I've been on projects when I was younger and I was just kind of like, wow, <laughs> to each other, like that's crazy. But it's all oh, about yeah. how sets run too, man. It's all about the people behind it because like I've I've been lucky. My yeah, my all my jobs I've had amazing people run it. Like all my and then I've been on like a few a few sets where yeah, like, this is a nightmare. Like, you know, like everyone's mean here. Everyone's allowed to be mean here. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, that's my thing. It's like, it's certain things are allowed. Like there are some shows, you know, you hear rumors and stuff. There's, there's some shows where <laughs> uh, stuff happens and you're just like, Jesus, yeah. really? Like, and the I, I want to be like you that? for a like, second because, yeah. uh, so um, I worked, I, I did this film yeah. and I was just a day player on it. And, um, before that I was, uh, I worked a couple, uh, shoot, or, uh, phase on this other film this smaller film and on that first smaller film like it was kind of like oh these guys are kind of mean and like this is not fun and i, w- I wasn't expecting this and then yeah. i went and worked on this like even big, yeah. bigger project and i was like man i'm really nervous because i was i was uh, blessed enough to be able to work with jason siegel i'm like i'm a huge fan of like everything all of his stuff because yeah. he's yeah. and um i was really yeah. nervous because i was like man like i like him what if he's a big jerk like and i was so uh, I, I'm dri- yeah. they drove me into into base camp, 
and I just see him standing there from a distance and I was really nervous and and I and I was like maybe I should walk over to him and say hey you want to run lines so I walk over to him before I can get anything out he just extends his hand and it's just like oh dude are you playing this guy and I'm yeah. Jason it's such a, and I was like this is how it's done and um well, that's and that's how. Yeah, and that's what you did. That like, that's how it as soon as you be. saw us awesome. coming up, you guys were like, "Oh, are you guys!" And you extended your hand and you shook all our hands, and it was just like, "Oh, this is going to be a fun shoot." Dude, well, that's how. Well, I the only reason I mean, <laughs> how do I explain this? That's all thanks to like my my like my I'd say my dad and like it like aside from like yeah. the industry and stuff like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's like, there's just some things we do. You know. He's like, just, you know, if it's coworkers in general, it's just, you know, it, well, and it's also just human decency. The whole lot, like, I've always like this whole superiority to other people, the whole, oh my God. And the fact that we just, it absolutely is. Yeah. People, it's just ridiculous to me, man. It's like, like I've always said, it's, like, it's always good that I've never been on a set where someone's just like a huge diva. Cause I'm always <laughs> tired. Cause I just like, this guy's an asshole. Why is no one doing anything about this? Like I couldn't, and- I couldn't do it, dude. I just, I couldn't do it. I, I know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. obviously I'd be professional, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, I'm being dramatic here, but, um, but it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've never, I've never understood how that's just allowed to pass. I'm like, <laughs> no one wants to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> like, and it, okay. And I get it. If we can't hit him, like no one wants to be like, Hey, yeah, you're also I, love person, I think you can know. attest to this too. Watching Martin like treat everyone on the same level, like during like in between when cameras were setting up and stuff, like he would just go and talk to extras and be like, "So where are you from?" What? And I and I was just looking at him being like, "That's why he's been in this industry forever." <laughs> yeah, Martin. Did you did you say Martin? Oh Dude, sat with us like every day at lunch and just like wanted to know us. And because in the movie. He's like kind of our yeah. father figure because we don't ha- really have anyone else because we're orphans. And he, I think, yeah, like not only he did that because he knew that he had to do that for the role, but I think he's just a genuinely just like awesome guy. And that's why he's worked so long and people love him. Well, dude, <clears throat> and it's uh, another thing that's so funny is like anytime you say like, oh, oh, yeah, well, I was like, you know, oh, who'd you move with? You're like, oh, yeah, Martin yeah. Sheen. People are just like, oh, my God, Martin Sheen. Like, it's just he that is, guy. Yeah. He's also just that guy. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he's the embodiment of. Yeah, just the happy, he, he really is. And uh, you know? like, like I said, he, I mean, he would just want to talk to you. And he just, he was just so passionate, I think, just about people. And I was just like, that's what I need to incorporate. Like, not like in a fake way, but just be like, as an actor and just as a person, just be like, I want to know more about you because like, I want to give you like, real time yeah. and i really want to listen to you and i think that really not only helps with being a person but acting because acting is all about listening and like really caring in that moment um, yeah well and the one thing yeah. piggybacking on uh-huh. what we were talking about about people being dealers and stuff the one thing i have i realized at a very young age luckily enough um just working around eccentric people is just you know everyone a lot of people chose this industry because there's I don't think <laughs> something wrong with them, but like, you know, there's, there's all, there's something a little wrong with, with you. you don't want to be so boastful about your emotions and in, in general. And I don't mean that in a yeah. bad way. I mean, there's obviously something wrong with me to that extent, um, but I think it's the, I think it's the artist, yes. uh, the, the crooked artist kind of, you know what I mean? In, in a little ways, but it's like, but you know, everyone's coming from a different background. So there's a lot of people, it's like, they may not be 
interesting. Yeah. If that's their character, if that's how they're handling it. Or, you know, there's a lot of things like it's helped me with the real world too, because I just don't really, when I say like I'm very passive with a lot of people, it's like I don't take too much of what's said to heart for like a lot of people because you just don't know really what their I don't know like what their process is it's only very specific things when it's like if you're just dehumanizing in general to other people that's like that's that's wrong you know what I mean but if it's like it's like if it's like maybe I'm joking around and set you don't laugh or maybe I'm doing this and that or stuff you know what I mean or people and it's like I don't there's some things you just can't like some people are just different with you know what I mean like that's one thing I've realized I've been on sets where it's like it's all jokes and we're all joking around and then I've been on sets where it's very like you kind of chat you kind of talk but you know it's so that's the one thing like yeah just kind of absolutely and um but to kind of uh talk about 12 mighty orphans a little bit more um i mean i i feel like just everyone had a blast making it of course like with anything like any job or any time being on set there's ups and downs but i feel like we really all just like bonded like you know if someone says something in the in our little group message like we talk for at least you know 30 minutes to an hour just playing with each other and stuff like that and i feel like that's really gonna pop off screen and um dude i'm so excited to see it's one of the things i've been in that like i'm really excited to see and i feel like i talk about or think about it every day (laughs) no seriously i'm i'm pumped man i think it's gonna and i think when it comes it's going to be uh it's it's going to be a good time yeah dude and uh like you crushed it man like you, you really did. Oh, I, I appreciate you i'm like yeah it's always so funny i mean that's a big a uh that's gonna be a big yeah. departure for me there was a moment uh i'm not gonna say what scene but there's yeah. a scene where um um your character is speaking to all of us and like in that moment um i was just like i totally got out of character i was like man jake is really good and then i was like <laughs> you know where the camera was and, and i'm like i genuinely mean that like uh working with you is like it's a pleasure have you on, uh, on right now it's just like awesome um but the kind of, uh, kind of to uh move away from filming i really wanted to talk video games with you Dude, no, oh, I yeah, only I have a PS4, so I mean, from what I've seen, I, I'm, I'm going to have to wait. Ah, uh, brutal, dude. Brutal. Uh, no, I, man, what have I been playing, man? I play everything. I really, dude, I've been so conflicted. I really oh, want to start a Twitch channel. Like, I really do. I, there, I, I know, yeah. I know, I know. It's just a matter of doing <laughs> it. I know, I know. It's just a matter of doing it. But it's just like. I have an excuse to play video games all the time. Yeah. Like, what am I going to get done? Like, that's like, I don't know. Cause, cause my thing is like, I'm very, I'm very good with the flow. But I'm also very, yes, yeah. I like to have some sort of checklist schedule. It does. Yeah. You know what I mean? It keeps you accountable. Um, but ah, dude, lately. Uh, okay. So what did I play? Game of the year. I haven't so played far. that yet. And I, I need to go on my list. So, uh, it's still game of the year. It's still game of the year. Uh, Cyberpunk. I'm playing on PS5. It's pretty great. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, like it's it's crashed for me. It's a little buggy, but like I, it's awesome. I really, really thoroughly enjoy it. I, I mean, uh-huh. I completely get the hate for console well, players. Like uh, it, the same thing happened with The Witcher Three out. when it came out back in seventeen. Like it's got to wait. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what I said. 
No, the problem yeah, is that's true. And I think people also have to realize that Cyberpunk like is maybe one of the most cutting edge games of all time. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult to make. Um, well, and that's that's what I don't get. It's like there's not this, there's not that, and I'm just like. But have you like played it on a console that yeah. runs it really well or a PC? Like it's insane. It's insane. Just think of what you're doing. This is a literally Blade uh, Runner yeah. city. We've never seen this in a game like this. And it like, and almost everything you can do is insane. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm not gonna. But the thing is, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, the yeah. Company. I think the way they did it was really crappy. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's on them. I'm not gonna. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, give them a break, guys. It's like, no. You guys are a multi-million dollar company. And you made millions yeah. of people on a token it, game. It is, like it is kind of cool to see that they're refunding um, people and stuff. So that's, yeah. Dude, that's huge. I think that's like huge. EA would never like, even dream so to do good. that. Um, <laughs> no, bro, never. Uh, God, so I was playing that. Oh, um, have you played Miles Morales, that one? I love Spider-Man, so the new Spider-Man is amazing. That's on oh, my list dude, as I well. that stuff so quick. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Well, see, dude, that's my thing. If I started my, if I started Twitch streaming or like, but that's the thing. I don't even know if I want to do, do it, Twitch man. stream as much as I just want to do playthroughs. You know what I mean? Like, when you do, <laughs> like, dude, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I should. Well, the thing is, is like, and, and yeah. this is more of like uh, champagne problems, I guess. But like, I have my TV in the living room, and that's where I play everything. I don't have anything. <laughs> like, I don't. I can't really do a dope setup in there. Yeah. Unless I'd have to rearrange, like everything or move my ps5 into my room and play on a small no like the tv tv size doesn't matter dude i grew up oh, me on too, this little yeah. gray like giant box tv i'd put on my yes yeah on the feet of my bed and i'd put my mm-hmm. ps2 on top of it and play on it right i'd like play play and i didn't have a memory card dude so you leave it on overnight so yes yes yeah yeah you just keep (laughs) playstation feels like a skillet in the morning yeah but like but dude the thing is i would literally keep it on my feet and like sleep and then wake up in the morning and then go go and leave my tv it's just like lopsided on my mattress like that's like i would just like carry that tv if it's like my brother was in my room that's awesome like growing up for me we were never allowed to play (laughs) Um, during like the week so whenever the weekend came like I remember going up, and especially in the summers, uh, oh. like all I would play is like PlayStation Two, Kingdom Hearts. Like, it's like they sit, we didn't even have a TV stand in my room. I don't mm. think I would just sit on the floor all day. Dude, dude, I know, right? Jack and Dexter. If they, dude, yeah. If they, but but even if they don't make yes. a sequel, if they did what they did with like the Crash Bandicoot and Spyro series with Jack. Like, if they, like, gave it a new yeah. fresh coat of paint, upgraded, like, the uh, controls and, and the interface dude, and stuff. I, those are some dude, of the best platforms would, out oh there. God. Like, um... God, shit, bricks. Bro, I'd freak. I'd freak a leak, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I really wish they'd do that because I dude, really, yeah. really want it. I want it bad, man. I was playing... What else? What else? Oh, No Man's uh, Sky. I played that. I didn't play it yeah. when it launched, though, because I was like, oh, dude, you can't touch that. You can't touch it when it launched. Yeah. When it first launched, it's just like, yuck. But now it's pretty dope, but I deleted it because you can only have so uh-huh. much space on your P- PS5. And Oh, okay. This is – this. okay. You want to you know some bullshit? And this is really what um, uh-huh. what Call of Duty needs to figure out, okay, is why do I have to download all of Modern Warfare 
while I had <laughs> Cold War, just <laughs> just to play Warzone. Oh my god! That's like two hundred something gigs to play Warzone. Yeah, it's like all these PS5 conversion. It, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because like when you download the game, you normally have to download oh, wow. the PS4 version of the game and the PS5 version of the game. If oh, there's okay. no PS5 version of the game, then you only download yeah. the PS4 version of the game, and it like upscales the game. Or you can download games that are only PS5, yeah. but there's only like seven of that's, those right now. That's yeah, I, I yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think I'm gonna wait like maybe a year or two till I get the PS5. Um, so, oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. I'll probably just PS5 see Pro see if I can get that one because I like legit got my own PS4 like last year, so I'm still like loving loving my PS4 right now. Um, Dude. This PS5 was steer- Well, here's the thing about the PS5 too, though, is if you don't have the TV or anything for it to work on, it's yeah not pointless, but it's kind of dumb. Like, you don't need the PS5 if you're not trying to play games at like 4K, 120 frames per second. Like, you don't like if you don't have yeah. a TV and craft to run uh-huh. that, then it's literally Absolutely. pointless. You know what I mean? I'm like, like also one of those guys yeah, that's like uh, fine. Um, like like I like there's so many games that and I like playing like a vast like majority of different genres and stuff. So I'm still like playing PS3 games on PS now on my PlayStation yeah. 4 that I never played before. Like I'm I'm playing Fallout New Vegas right now and I just I never played it before. And see, I'm so jealous mm-hmm. of that because like I'm yeah. an avid gamer. Like I've played just about everything out there. But the thing is, I also oh, play really genre except sports. I don't get sports games. I don't like them. Wow. I don't, yeah, I don't like sports games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Like, I obviously get them. I completely get them. And they're so much fun to play multiplayer. But I've just never. But the thing is, yeah. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. much of a. I don't watch sports. You know what I mean? I just don't like. Yeah, I've just never really. I. But I don't disrespect sports. Like, there's some people like I don't watch ESPN. What are they doing? Just throwing stuff yeah, back and forth. Absolutely. Like, Come on, yeah. dude. You know they're doing more than that. Like. <laughs> Like I, I hate I hate that crap. Like I think that's stupid. Like, like this, obviously this is my impressive. Idea. Like <laughs> wouldn't be worth what it is if it isn't. But uh but no, I, I just think some sports sports, so sport guess, games are like uh, the here. Mario ones anyways. <laughs> like Well, I was gonna say, yeah, the only sports games oh, I play yeah. is like Blitz yeah. for Xbox and stuff. It's like yeah, it's like there's these sports games where you could like yes. it, it was like football, but yes. it was basically brawling. Like you could like break people's legs and beat uh, them up and I, take them down after you caught yeah. the ball and stuff. And I was like, well, that's, Dude, that's you just fun. unlocked just like like, a, like really a part of my brain. I totally forgot about that game. Oh, dude, I'm sure there's some games that just oh, it's like a rabbit hole. Well, bro, I think about yes. like, the PS2 when you used to get those uh-huh. demo discs that had like seven different games on them. And I would just play through the first level over and over again on all these different games, bro. See, my thing is, like, I didn't have too much money. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't do, like, an allowance or anything growing up until I started working. And then then I did, like, uh, I was, like, lucky enough to have, like, a system set up and everything. But um, I didn't really spend much money on games because I did the – I was, like, (laughs) stop um, barter, basically. Like, I would – literally, I would – Oh, yeah, that's the way you get get it. Always just trade a GameStop. Like, always, dude. I like, and what's so funny is I lived walking distance to Universal City Walk as a kid. Like, oh, the, they had this giant GameStop before they turned into this comic store, and I'd basically just walk over the bridge every week and take if I like maybe I'd get like a refurbished PS3 and like three games, 
go over to my house for the week, play those games, <laughs> take the refurbished PS3 and GameStop back, right? And then be like, all right, yeah. I'll get, like, get a DS and play the 3DS for a little bit. And, like, Dude, I yeah. You, you, I mean, you were on another level. Too. Like, uh, like I, I probably, my parents probably only took me to GameStop like once or twice a year, usually around Christmas time. Dude, Dude, like, and then in the summer, and, like, whenever I got to go, I would just be, like, I would, like, be sweating trying to figure out what game. Because if I got, like, whatever game I got, I would be playing that for, like, the next, like, two years. So, it had, like, I read all the reviews. I read how many hours it took to play. Like, that's why I think I'm such a big RPG fan, because you can get so many hours out of just one game. And games are so expensive now. Um, Well, bro, that's what... Well, I mean, I guess that's what I've like. Yeah, I played Assassin's yeah. Creed Valhalla. It was pretty good. It's, I don't know how I feel about it, but um, but there's a lot of things about it I love and a lot of things. Yeah, I'm gonna I be honest. Miss, like uh, the, people might hate me on this, but I no, I've like, played. I've played. I think at least four of them, beat them. them, and like I didn't enjoy <laughs> playing them. I just kind of played it just so I could talk to my friends about it. Um, but I, I just didn't get the appeal. The only one I kind of wow, like really yeah. liked was Assassin's Creed Two. Um, but for me, well, yeah, it just felt like you're you're just doing the same life. thing over and over again. But I like saying that I definitely see why a bunch of people like like it. Um, but uh, I like I've been playing like The Witcher Three since this came out. Like I still play Skyrim. Like and we'll do a, like a different campaign. Um, and oh, something that we talked about on set was bio the Bioshock Infinite, which I think is like best out there oh i still i wish man still wanted to make a bioshock series i think that is that that world is so let's make it happen netflix hbo max like i feel like those would be perfect homes for that i've always actually really wanted to write a script about the bioshock universe i just don't know what goes into that like i don't know if like if i wrote a script would i have to then go to the people that own it and be like yeah hey, can i, you want I to know, go get Ken Levine I, like, go? Like, I don't know how any of that works that's the only thing that that's the only thing that's kept me from like doing it because i, I say we really, do it really, and really then just change the name series. and see if but, anyone catches on no you know what i i actually just remembered um Guillermo del Toro was actually supposed to direct a Bioshock movie, but then um, um, uh, and Warner Brothers were going to do it. I think oh, so, yeah. and they ended Wasn't up not James doing Frank it because uh, the movie Watchmen ended up tanking. So they thought because um, um, the produ- the same producers were involved. So they like were like, you know what? Now nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. Um, and that's such a bummer because I think Bioshock would be wow. huge. Um, and you could do so many different things with it too. Um, Bro, huge. Yeah, Did you yes, play the I, I played through one? all of them. Like, I think the only one finally, I like the... played okay. is like the okay, DLC good, good, to good, the good. second game. That's the only one. I never played that one. Oh, dude, no, yes. Dude. That, yeah, I have played both Bioshock of those. Like, oh, it's, it's, yeah. Noir feel. I love that. Yeah. That's just like, um, well, I feel like I've taken up so much of your time, man. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to have you on again. (laughs) It'd be really cool if I could get like all the 12 of you guys or all the 11 of you guys on and like do it through zoom or something like that. I got to figure out how to do it. 
Oh, dude, that would be. We fun. gotta well, do we that. That'd be that'd be insane. But dude, again, thank you so much for your time. Like, listen to your story and stuff. Like, I really didn't know a lot about that stuff, so it was really cool listening to that stuff. Uh, dude, we gotta work together sometime, man. We gotta. We gotta oh, hey, man, thanks. Because I know Chicken Hardy. We only, you know, I yeah. think we only had like maybe one yeah. exchange of dialogue between one another. And we need to fix that. We need to fix that in our, in our next. Dude, movie. I know. Dude, yeah, we should, man. Hey, we're both redheads. We'll we can play Brock or something. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, yeah, dude, I'm calling do, like, the Coens right now. <laughs> dude, I love that movie. But, dude, uh, thank you again. <laughs> uh, do you want to, like, throw your Instagram out there or, or – Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, if, any, if uh, anybody's listening wants to follow yeah. Jacob. His music's Bobby, great, too. Like, it's kind of – I'm kind of um, frustrated with how talented you are. Uh <laughs> But dude, like Jake, music is great. Go watch Rectify. Go watch Star Girl. And then, like, I'm so stoked to see the movie that we got to do together. Twelve New York. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, just wanted to say again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to share. Feel free to uh, share the episode with your friends and family, or maybe even just uh, use this podcast as a Christmas gift. Uh, you know. Uh, but I just wanted to apologize again for the kind of uh, wonky audio there. I feel like the other ones have been a little bit better. Um, uh, I think I'm going to try to do some Zoom stuff here soon with my next guest that I have on. Or if you have any movies or TV shows you want me to talk about on the show, feel free to write me at a once upon a time in Huntsville at gmail.com. Or um, feel free to slide in uh, HSV podcast on Instagram. And let me know what you're thinking about the podcast also. And thank you so much to all my listeners outside of the U.S. Like, that's crazy. Uh, like, Sweden. Uh, I, oh, I can't pull it up because I'm recording on the app right now. But, like, all, like Australia, like, uh, uh, it's, it's just so cool to see, like, so many people uh, listening to this. France, I saw. Um, there's there's more places I'm blanking, but uh, thanks guys. It like weirdly cut even Jake and I kept talking after I uh, said that one part, and for some reason it didn't save the audio. So I just wanted to throw out there that he did say goodbye and like thanks for you know being on the show and stuff. You guys didn't hear that part, but uh, again, Merry Christmas and God bless.